Good. Good. Good morning. morning. Remember when the clock hits three. Good morning. There we go. Today is November the 30th. It is a Thursday. It is the last day of November. So tomorrow we'll be welcoming in December. Yep. This is Daybreak Live with the Nest. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for daybreak. Daybreak. Hey, good morning, Saints. Morning. While you find us and get logged on, we're going to sing. We will dance. One, two, three, one, two, three. Sing a song of celebration. Lift up a shout of praise for the time coming. We
That got my spirit going. That was good. That was good. That was good. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Misty Price, I could hear your fella in my head. I was thinking about him playing the banjo maybe with that. <laughs> All right. Loving the fiddle. Amen. Amen. The fiddle is awesome. All right. Wow. Long glasses. These. That might be a little better. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful morning this morning. Not quite as cold as it has been being. So good morning, everybody. Uh, good to see you on here. Uh, good morning, Rachel. You guys on YouTube. Glad you're here. Uh, praise the Lord for that. Shalom, Josh. Um, God is good. By the way, Rachel, send us a message. How'd it go yesterday? Send us a message. Yeah, we, we don't know how it went yesterday. Good morning, Annie. All right, well, uh, today, let's see, today's the 30th, so our worship song, Crying Out, hit, hit the digital platforms today, so it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube Music, actually, wherever you listen to music at, you should be able to find it, Crying Out, the Nesbits, Crying Out, and it's a worship song, and it it's kind of, the song's about uh, you know, making a mess out of our life and needing the rescue of the Lord, you know, crying out for rescue. And uh, the thought is kind of like the thief on the cross. You know, when he turns to the Lord and says, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And uh, we need saving, right? And sometimes the more we try to save ourselves, the worse it gets. We just need to be still and cry out and let God save us. Amen. All right. We're in Proverbs 23, and we're going to take up with, no, 23. Who said, no, we're not. Which one of you said that? We're in Proverbs chapter 25, and we're going to start with verse 23. Now we're rocking. Now we're rocking. Verse 23. All right, let me jump over here. Here we go. Uh-huh. Now, yesterday, let's remember. Let's remember what we talked about yesterday. Uh, we ended with loving your enemy, right? And we saw here that if your enemy's hungry, you give him bread to eat. If he's thirsty, give him water to drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals upon his head. And most people believe. Most commentators believe. I think it was Augustine and uh, different ones believe. You know, you will cause shame to come. Overcome the the the. The point is overcoming evil with good. Being the type of person that no one can cast blame upon because you're just so daggum nice. You're just so nice. You're so good to people. Right? They'll heat coals of fire on there. They'll bring shame upon their own self for being bad to you. I need to work on that one. <laughs> Joey, Lisa, she said, oop, I need to work on that one. Can anybody else say amen to that? Need to work on that. And the Lord will reward you. So God rewards us. And that brings us to 23. It says, The north wind brings forth rain, and a backbiting tongue and angry countenance. The north wind brings forth rain. Uh, this is just like a statement of sowing and reaping, right? It's just 
you know, it's you, we reap what we sow. The north wind, when it blows, it brings forth the rain. Okay? A backbiting tongue is going to bring forth an angry countenance. It's just matter of fact. It's what you, you're going, that's what you're going to get. You know, just as sure as when that north wind blows, here comes the rain. You start having a backbiting mouth and running your mouth on people, it's going to cause trouble. So when trouble comes, you don't go, well, I, I, don't, I don't understand. What happened? <laughs> what, what happened? What? You've been running your mouth. You've been running your mouth. I mean, I mean, how many times? I, I can take all the way back into like high school. How many times do fights start by people running their mouth? You know, you just... Almost it, always. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and you st don't, it starts out a lot of times just cutting up. And then one jabs, you know, you say something a little rougher, and then the next one says something a little rougher back. Next thing you know, those words just struck, and somebody throws a punch. I tell you, the purest place you see that is in boys scuffling. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they're just playing and wrestling, and then all of a sudden somebody gets, has had enough, and they... And that's it. That's right. You're right. Verse 24. So now I'm in Proverbs 25, 24. Following along with your Bible, I hope. Win your Bible. That's with and in together. <laughs> Maybe. No, no, I'm not going to say that. Verse 24. It is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. Wow, here it is again. How many times? How many times in Proverbs is this big? No, wait, that's the adulterous woman. So remember that a, 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 a rooftop in the Middle East, generally, almost always, it's flat. The rooftop is like a deck, you know. Brother Josh can tell you, when he was serving over in Israel, over in Jerusalem, uh, he would go up on the rooftop. That's where he would grill out. That's where he would cook wings, right, Brother Josh? That's where you cook the wings for the soldiers over there. You go up on the rooftop and cook. That's where the grill is. Just like the deck out beside my house, right? Well, a contentious woman is no joy to be in the house with, and it's better to be living or dwelling in the corner of that rooftop. <laughs> Says that quite often. I would like to read you women's comments on this. huh? I think it looks like about four times. Four times it said that so far, right? Okay. All right, let me move this so I can get one to the other scripture. Do what, honey? I said one for every week of a month. <laughs> okay. Welcome to our kitchen, by the way. All right, here we go. Oh, this is what I wrote beside that. Happy wife, happy life. Heard that. What's the name of that comedian says that? Happy wife, happy life. But sometimes... There's some women, not any of you women on daybreak or in this house. But some women, it's hard to make them happy, right? <laughs> you know, it's no fun to deal with anybody that's contentious. I don't care if you're in the workplace. If, you're work, if the partner you work with is always complaining and contentious, it's miserable. All right, verse 25. As cold water to a weary soul... So is good news from a far country. As cold water is 
to a weary soul. So is good news from a far country. I want to talk about cold water to a weary soul. It's refreshing. It's a blessing. I mean, you think about uh, Michael coming in here before he left for work and he, you know, he pushed his glass under the thing there and he said, ooh, in this cold weather, the water's colder because it comes up out of the well, right? And he's like, ooh, that's good, good cold water this morning. It's refreshing. Don't we love it? It's awesome. And I thought it would be good to just jump over here and remind ourselves this morning about how nice cold water is even to give to other people. So I'm going over to Matthew chapter 10 right quick and read some things that I don't know how often you, if you don't read your Bible, you might not have heard this preached much. Some of these scriptures I'm going to read. I'm going to start with verse 40, chapter 10, verse 40. He who receives you receives me, Jesus says. Jesus is speaking. He says, you're my follower. You're my servants. You have left all and you're following me. You represent me. And so he says, he who receives you receives me. We'll think like that sometimes. He who receives me receives him who sent me. Now that, we all know, we understand that. When we receive Yeshua, Jesus, we receive the Father. You reject Yeshua, Jesus, you reject the Father. We know that. Verse 41, he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. He who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. God gives rewards for people being good to people. And receiving people. But look at verse 42. Whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly, I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. So these little ones in text like this is, the, the thought is those that are not counted worthy in society the we would maybe we would even say the low lives you know or the children uh, we love our children but children in the society in the bible days children you know children had no rights uh, they one of these little ones whoever and, and jesus says listen i'm going to tell you this whoever just gives a cup of cold water you give a cup of cold water to one of these little ones one of these that nobody else thinks is worthy Okay, and, and so this kind of, this goes on the same, you know, there is this text in scripture talking about Israel, talking about the people of God, it says, the, you know, whoever blesses you will be blessed, whoever curses you will be cursed. And Jesus comes and he says, let me tell you, God looks out for the poor, God looks out for the hurting, God looks out for the widows, God looks out for the orphans, and let me tell you something, Jesus says, you give a cup of cold water to these little children you receive a reward from heaven. In other words, you're blessed if you bless them. Even if you do it in the name of a disciple of Jesus, you get a reward. Or, or in the name of one of these little ones who is a disciple, you receive a reward from, from the Lord. And so, always be, I just encourage you as your brother, always be sensitive to those around you who are less fortunate than you. And try to be a loving, 
fresh, cool drink of water to them. And he says, just like that cold water is to a weary soul, so is good news from a far country. And then going back now to Proverbs, in the Bible days, when, you couldn't turn on Fox News or turn on whatever news, wherever you get your news. <laughs> a lot of times that's not good news, is it? But you couldn't just get good news. It, 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 it was slow. News traveled slow. And to receive news from a far country, good news was a blessing. It was like fresh water. And you could even substitute what's, what's the gospel. The gospel is good news. Amen. You could say the gospel is like a cool dr drink of water to weary souls. Amen. All right. We'll move on. Verse 26, Proverb 25, 26. A righteous man who falters before the wicked is like a murky spring and a polluted well. Uh, this might speak a little more to somebody like me or like some of you guys out there that grew up without running water in the house and you had to go carry water every day. And uh, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. You know, we go to the spring or I go to the spring when I was a kid. I can just remember, can I get a bucket of water, you know, and I, I get that water out. But when I would whisk it up, right, it would stir up the dirt on the bottom of the spring. And so I'd have to wait for my next bucket because I would generally get two buckets at a time. And I had to wait and let the spring wash the dirt down, get the murk away before I got the second bucket because you don't want your water polluted. That makes sense. You don't want your well polluted. It's where you drink water from. Well, there is a likening in two, like even receiving the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus says over in the Gospel of John, John records Jesus saying, He who believes on me out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. That is to say, you become a well spring of life-giving water to people around you. You do. By loving Jesus, receiving the Lord, receiving Yeshua, and then the Holy Spirit coming and living in you, you become a well of water spilling over on other people around you. What a blessing that is. And this, this says, a righteous man who falters before the wicked. So it's, it's sad for us to falter. We all falter. We all fail at times. But to falter and fail before the wicked and they see it, that's like it's muddying the waters. It's... It's uh, sending mixed messages. Amen? You're saying, hey, Jesus is a good well of water, but then our life says, nah, it's all messed up. Or it takes the water for other people they get, and they can't drink it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, well, good. That's good. They taste waters from other Christians. That's got all mixed up and sending a mixed message, right? That's good. And now they don't want to drink the water of life anymore. They're like, no, thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I would need what you got, you know? Do I live a life? Do you live a life? Do we live a life that people says, yeah, I want to, I want to drink from that well that you go to. I, I want to drink from that well. That's a good thing to ask, isn't it? Okay. 
Uh, I know it's 21 minutes in, but I want to go ahead and finish this chapter. I mean, we usually go to about 24, 25. And you say, why do you do that? Well, we sing a song. I try to have a 20-minute Bible study with you guys, you know, after singing a song and saying hi. Verse 27 says, "It again, it is not good to eat much honey. Honey's good. Too much honey, remember yesterday, can make you vomit. It can make you sick. Too much of a good thing, right? It's not good to eat too much honey. So, in like manner, to seek one's own glory is not glory. What we are to do as followers is to seek His glory. Let Him be glorified in your life, and then God will, and this is, uh, this is true, God will glorify you. The Bible is very plain. I think it's in Romans chapter 8 that we are changed from one form of glory to the next, but it is God who is glorifying you as you, as you surrender to Him. He glorifies you. But if you seek your own glory, that's no glory at all. Seek His glory. And that, I think that goes right along, along with, don't you? Goes right along with whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Whoever exalts himself is seeking his own glory. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, Jesus says. All right. Last one in this chapter is verse 28. And it says... Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Has no rule over his own spirit. Now, immediately, any what happened? Nothing. My page just jumped. <laughs> any born-again Christian is going to talk about the fruit of the spirit, right? Galatians chapter 5. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, goodness, Temperance is in there. Self-control. Being able to rule over your spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is for you to be able to rule over your own spirit. We don't get to have the king habits. So, if you cannot rule over your spirit, the second half of this, you're like a city broken down without walls. That means... A city, the only protection around the city was its walls. Remember Jericho walls? How did they overtake Jericho? They surrounded the city, they blew the trumpets, and God tore down the walls. When the wall came down, they could march straight in. The wall is a protection around the cities in Bible days. A broken down wall means you're vulnerable to attack. And if you can't rule your spirit, you're vulnerable to the attack of the enemy. That's why you need the Holy Spirit to help you rule over your spirit so that you're not vulnerable. Amen? We all become vulnerable from time to time. I know that. And uh, when we do falter, get back up, repent, turn to the Lord. All right, love you guys. Thank you for being here for this Bible study this morning. I pray that God will bless you as you serve Him and surrender to Him. He's a very, very good God. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow right here for Fear Not Friday. Let's say the Lord's Prayer, can we? Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. All right, saints, I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.